Hey everyone, welcome back for a special edition of the Cyber Brief Podcast, Data Care for Everyone. I'm your host, Mickey Cockrell. We all have data, no matter how connected or disconnected we might be. We're sharing tips and tools to demystify common types of cyber attacks you could be a victim of. And we're bringing to you our nationally acclaimed cyber training packaged up in easy to digest bits. Today, we dive into passwords. Passwords are one of the most challenging things to keep track of and potentially the source of our biggest vulnerabilities. Joining us today is Stephanie Carruthers, the chief people hacker from IBM's X-Force Red Team. Stephanie is a career white hat hacker and is here to give us the tips the experts use to make and protect their passwords. I'm so excited to be talking about passwords with you today. Now, to set the stage a little bit, my team and I, were a bunch of hackers. We're paid by organizations to find flaws in their cybersecurity before criminals do. Now, with that being said, I wanted to say that I'm coming at this from an attacker point of view. As I'm talking about passwords, I'm also going to be talking about how to make yourself more secure. So you might hear things like, your password should be strong and secure, or your password should be long and complex. But what does that actually mean? First, let's take a step back to really understand how criminals can crack or brute force passwords. So let's say you're signing up for a new website and you enter in your new password. Well, what the website does is it takes that password, it scrambles it all around, and it saves it in a database. That scrambling process is called hashing. So if a criminal breaks in and steals all the hashes from that database, they can't just read your password. But what they do is they use really powerful computers and word lists. Now, each word on the word list is hashed as well. It has that same scramble. So what they do is they take your hash of your password that they got from the database and they run it against their word list. And once they find a match, they know exactly what your password is. Now, here comes in the your password should be long and complex. So. If you take a password that's only eight characters long and let's just say lowercase letters, that could take seconds to crack. Now, if you take a password that's 10 characters long, let's say eight lowercase letters and two special characters, that could take hours to crack. Hopefully you see where I'm getting at here. Take a password that's 12 characters long and a mix of random uppercase, lowercase, special characters, numbers, just this mix of things that could take years to crack, which is perfect. A criminal's probably not going to wait years for your password. They're going to move along to someone else. Now, what do I recommend? I say to be safe, 16 characters and make sure it's that complex, that randomness. You want to make sure you cannot read any words or see patterns. The key here is the randomness. Now we're on to our next issue of password reuse. So let's say there's a website you log into often. Let's go with your bank. And there's another website you frequent just as much, maybe a social media platform. When you created accounts on these, they probably had some type of strong password requirement. So you use the same one on both websites. Now, maybe that social media platform had not a great security posture. An attacker was able to hack in, steal the hashes, crack your password, and they now have your username and password. Well, attackers are clever. They know that you probably use the same password through different logins. So they might try them at other places like your bank. Now, that is an issue, but to combat this, we can use password managers. Now, password managers 
is a place, think of it like a database that stores all of your usernames and passwords to every login that you have. Now there's many options for password managers. Most of them even have free tiers for the everyday consumer. So what you do is when you sign up for an account, it can be a little tricky, especially as you're adding in all of your accounts, but I promise you it's worth it in the long run. And even as you're signing up for new accounts, they do things like they generate those long, random, complex passwords for you so you don't have to think of them yourself. They also autofill for you so you don't have to go in and, and dig through things and try to find your password. There's um, lots of conveniences. They have mobile apps. They have browser plugins. They're definitely there for your convenience. So you might be thinking to yourself, great, I've solved a couple issues. I know how to make a long, complex password to my password manager, and my password manager stores all of my unique login credentials. Now, what happens if an attacker actually gets the password to my password manager, or still another website that has a long, complex password? Then what? Well, this is where multi-factor authentication comes into play. Sometimes it's referred to as two-factor authentication. Essentially how it works is if you log into a website and you supply your username and password, you still have to supply a second factor. Now that might be a code in a text message or something you have to approve on an app on your phone. There's different ways that this could work, but essentially if the attacker doesn't have that second code, they can't log into your accounts. Now it's really important that you deploy this everywhere you can across every account. Typically it's under a security settings in your account. Now, this isn't a silver bullet. Attackers are getting crafty. Sometimes if they try to log into your account and you do have 2FA, what they might do is launch a social engineering campaign against you. They might call you claiming to be the bank and they need to verify you, so you need to confirm a code that you just received. Or they might text you and say, hey, I used to have this phone number. I accidentally sent my code to you. Can you give it to me? Under no circumstances should you ever give out this code. No organization is going to call you for your multi-factor code or for your password for that matter. Alright, a couple of takeaways. Your password should be at least 16 characters and random. The randomness is key here. You should also have a different password for every account you log into. You can use a password manager to help you do this and even help you generate those long and complex passwords. And also enable two-factor authentication on every account possible. Thank you so much for your time and keep doing what you're doing to keep ourselves and our community safe. Thank you. Stay safe. Sixteen characters may be a little daunting, but if you use a password manager like Keep or Dashlane, then you really only have to come up with one super complicated password, and that will help keep you way more secure online. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Data Care for Everyone, a mini-series of the Cyberbrief podcast brought to you by the National Cybersecurity Center. If you enjoyed it, hit the subscribe button and tell your friends about us. Special thank you to Alyssa Roach for her production and editing work on this episode. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, think before you click.